Happy Tuesday, everyone. You're listening to Downtown Dish. I'm your host, Julie Townsend. And with me today, I have two very special guests uh, with uh, the Kiwanis organization. So I'm going to be introducing you to those guys in just a moment. But of course, before we get to our conversation with these Kiwanians, we are going to promo the upcoming events that are happening in downtown. Uh, last weekend or this past weekend that just we just went through was quite the doozy in downtown and around town. Of course, you had your grand opening of Bonnet, Bonnet Springs Park, uh, the Hispanic Festival. We had a fall extravaganza garden show in Mon Park. All of those things were happening this past weekend and a festive flicks, uh, which is a mu- movie on the promenade. And so uh, lots of good things happened this past weekend. So we don't have that much happening this weekend, but we do have something very special. Uh, On October 29th, we have the Fall Night Market. So after the Farmer's Market, uh, which is from 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. along Kentucky Avenue on Saturday, uh, we keep the streets closed. uh, We refresh the vendors. Some stay, some go. New ones come in. And we redo it all over again um, with the fall night market. Lots of vendors, 80-plus vendors, will be set up to sell their their wares, their goods. Uh, we'll have food and food trucks. Uh, we will have uh, music, and we'll have some alcohol, uh, alcoholic beverages, adult beverages to be sold. So you can walk around in the footprint of the event uh, of the fall night market with your um, very special adult beverage of your choice. And then in December, we have a couple of, of course, we have First Friday, every first Friday uh, and in in November. And then um, we don't really have any other big events in November that we're sponsoring, but we do have a couple of events in December that you might want to mark your calendars for. We have another Festive Flicks on December 9th, and that will be uh, The Grinch, and that is hosted by Wachula State Bank. And then on December 10th, is our holiday night market. That's like the one we did last year where we partnered with Buena Market and Punk Rock Flea Market and Art Crawl. So that's going to be lots of fun along Kentucky Avenue on Saturday, December 10th. So mark your calendars for that. So, all right, guys, back to you. (laughs) So with me today, uh, two very special, one very special local person, uh, Matthew Cantrell. He is a member of uh, the Kiwanis Club of Lakeland, member for 36 years, you said? Wow. Congrats on that, Matt. And then we have the international Kiwanis president, Bert West. Welcome, Bert. Thank you. Thank you. It's an honor to be here. So where, where is your home base? I live in Colorado, small town called Divide, Colorado. Divide. What so, is that near? Uh, Colorado Springs. Okay. In the mountains behind All right. behind Pikes Peak. So nice. Up in the mountains, Ninety-two hundred feet. Wow. Yeah. So, is it cold there right now? It snowed this morning. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I was thankfully I was here and it wasn't snowing here. So, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I I I like to visit snow. I do not like to live in snow. I would agree with that. I'm real close to being like (laughs) (laughs) But it is very hot here. So this week is beautiful weather. Last week was beautiful weather. We'll see how long we can keep it going. Um, So I am a Rotarian just for full disclosure. So, you know, we may come to blows by the end of the We did bring an application. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. But my husband is a Kiwanian, so we are in that, you know, mixed marriage. We're a good family. Yeah, we've got Kiwanians on one side, Rotarians on the other. 
And really, you know, I, I was invited by someone that I knew to be in the Rotary Club. Billy, my husband, never invited me to be a Kiwanian, just so you know. That's how bad of a Kiwanian he is. He never, never invited me um, to be a member. He invited me for lunches, but that was it. And he so, probably made you pay. <laughs> he probably he probably did. Um, but you guys uh, are some. There's something special happening for the Kiwanis Club of Lakeland. So tell us what that is, Matt. What's happening? Yes. Who would have thought back in 1922, when Kiwanians from the Kiwanis Club of Plant City <laughs> made the trek back in 1922 to Lakeland in covered wagons, in covered wagons, <laughs> probably horse and buggy. <laughs> That they would have started the Kiwanis Club of Lakeland, mm-hmm. that today is one of the largest Kiwanis clubs in the Florida district, and we're still making a difference every mit- every bit today as we were back in 1922. So we're celebrating our 100th year. That's amazing. So 100 years of Kiwanis Club of Lakeland. I know um, Rotary did that a few years back, so we're a little older than you, yeah. a little older, um, but... So you guys are, how are you celebrating that? Well, we're actually celebrating tomorrow night at Lakeland's newest attraction, Bonnet Springs Park, where we made a commitment a few years ago, what type of statement can the Qantas Club of Lakeland make for the community? And we decided to partner with Bonnet Springs Park, and we built the Kiwanis Cares for Kids Treehouse that you can find out at, that you can see at the park. And what's exciting about that is we had so many people come together to support our efforts in doing that. What started out to to be a $300,000 house ended up being over $700,000 in cash and in-kind product. It is really a unique tree house uh, out at the park, and, uh, and for years to come, kids will be able to enjoy it. It's ADA accessible. Mm-hmm. Uh, about one-third of the, the cost of the house was actually the ramp oh, wow. to, uh, to get there, but we wanted to make sure we were in full compliance so that everybody of all ages can come out and enjoy the park and enjoy That's the tree awesome. house when they're there. That's 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 terrific. Yes. Um, so you said tomorrow night, but because we're recording this show on Monday, full disclosure, My everyone. We, I said night. I said happy Tuesday, yeah, but you, you blew did. it, Matt. Uh, you blew sorry. it. Sorry. <laughs> Let's scratch and start all over. <laughs> and we don't, we, even though we're recording, we don't stop and re-record. We pretend like it's live. Okay. So you busted me. This all is right. a pre-recorded show. So actually. As this is airing, you are probably eating dinner or at. <laughs> we'll be in the thick of things. You'll yeah. be in the thick of things, which is why we're pre-recording because I knew you would be too yeah. busy. So, Bert, you are the international president uh, this year. Does that mean? I mean, obviously, Qantas is an international organization all over the world, not just the, uh, not not just the country. So do you, this is one of your, the things in your reign that you get to go do is <laughs> yeah. you know, go to all these dinners and, and celebrate. So Kiwanis started in 1915 in uh, Detroit, Michigan, and then spread throughout the United States and around the world. And so right now we're in 88 countries around the world. Um, And in reality, this year, there's 239 clubs turning 100 years old. Oh, wow. Across the United States. So you're not getting to every part. No, I'm not. (laughs) Just the good ones. Just the good ones. ones. And when uh, Matthew and the Lakeland Kiwanis Club invited me uh, early on, I said, I would love to be a part of that. And they've made it a whole special week, you know, to visit quite a few things. But so 88 countries, uh, Europe started 50 years ago, Asia Pacific started 50 years ago. So uh, 
but there's a lot of, and we've got a lot of growth going right now. And Africa and India and Nepal are really growing with Kiwanis right mm-hmm. now. So, so is there a, an international uh, sort of purpose for all Kiwanis clubs, or I mean, because again, I'll use my Rotary reference. We, you know, the polio mm-hmm. is is kind of the international thing. Is there one particular thing that's that's for Kiwanis, or are there multiple things? I, I would say it's multiple, but it's all focused on children. It's gotcha. all around okay. kids, and but. The beauty of Kiwanis, like Rotary and any other service organizations, is you get to find out what your team or what your town needs, mm-hmm. and your town, you know, can develop something that works well for them, like the treehouse. And you know, there's obviously not a treehouse in every town, but it works right. really well here. And so that's why we encourage all the clubs to do something locally that would make an impact. Yeah. So what we we define ourselves as is we're a global organization dedicated to improving the lives of one child and one community at a time. So that gives us the liberty to, if there's a need for veterans or mm-hmm. seniors or handicapped uh, or disabled adults or right. children, we can do some of those things outside of just our, our focus for making sure that children uh, get what they need first, but right. also look to serve some of the other needs in our community. Okay. Well, when we come back, we're going to talk about uh some of the local things that you guys have done. I know, you know, Stuff the Bus is near and dear to your heart. I think you were the founder of that idea, weren't you? So, yeah, very proud of you for that. That's, you know, that's a Lakeland tradition right there. So we'll talk about that and some upcoming um, projects and, and some of the other things that people can see around the community that are touched by Kiwanis. So stick with us. We'll be right back. And we're back. You're listening to Downtown Dish. This is Julie Townsend, your host. We're laughing about the the group birds breaking out in a dance over here, <laughs> like in the music on the uh, transition. So with me today, Matthew Cantrell, member of the uh, Kwan's Club of Lakeland. Um, and you know, you can't you can't just say he's just a member because you know how many times have you been president? Twice. <laughs> and you know, just just a key component and so many things. Anytime I've ever asked anyone, you know, who knows the most about Kiwanis, they're like, it call Matt. <laughs> Just call Matt. So uh you are you are more than a member. Uh but we also have Bert West. He is the president of Kiwanis International and you are down as a guest because the Kiwanis Club of Lakeland is celebrating one hundred years, right? It, that's exactly right. And I'm so proud to be here and just to watch <laughs> everything that they have doing and the legacy that they have left, you know. For many years. So you get to give a speech at the dinner? Yeah, I hope. He told me I had to bring my A game. <laughs> this is all the big shots are going to be there, including mm, you. So, mm, yeah, yes, so, the big shots. Yeah. Well, um, thanks for letting Rotarians in the door. You know, we, yeah, I we think try. we got three. <laughs> That's your quota. <laughs> yeah. Can't handle any more than that. So, you know, much like Rotary, uh, I think Kiwanis is one of those things where I think if you're in a service club, you kind of know about what other service clubs do or at least, you know, the high level. But a lot of people don't know what Rotary is. They don't know what Kiwanis is. And so, you know, tell us, you know, what what it is, essentially, like what, you know, sort of the 30-second elevator speech of what Kiwanis is. And then we'll talk about what the local club impacts have been and what, and then you can tell us also what the global uh, impacts of this organization are. Because it's not just, you know, go have lunch 
every Friday and, and chitty chat. It's It's got a much bigger meaning. However, that is a lot of fun. It is Friday fun lunches, to chitty yeah. chat at so, Friday lunch. <laughs> you know, our shining light in Kiwanis is our service leadership programs where we have Key Club in the high school, we have Builders Club in the middle schools, and we have K-Kids in elementary school. And we just want to teach them that giving back to their communities is very important, but that kids are kids everywhere in the world. Mm. And if we can do that and we can just show them that kids are kids Mm -hmm. and maybe we'll have a better community in the future. And we also take those SLPs one step further at our university levels. They're called CKI members or Circle K International. Mm. Um, We've had them on and off at both Florida Southern and Southeastern University. But uh, since 2000, 2001, uh, the Kiwanis uh, started a program called Action Clubs, which is clubs for disabled adults. And in fact, we spent the afternoon out at Noah's Ark, who has our newest Action Club uh, partner. Uh And we are so excited to have them part of the family because... If you think you got problems, go visit these folks at yeah. places like Noah's Art. Right. Um, they will assure you that your problems aren't anything right. compared to to what reality has to offer. Yeah. And they are always looking to do more each and every day to help somebody less fortunate than mm-hmm. them. And the longer we stay involved with organizations like the Action Clubs, whether it's Noah's Ark or AFI or Sunrise Community Center, those agencies will tell you, how that particular member of that action club just blossomed Mm. because they were given an opportunity to take care of somebody less fortunate than them. And that's, that's the thing that tugs at your heart when you're in Kiwanis seeing uh, what we're able to do with Mm -hmm. these disabled adults, many of them forgotten parts of our society, but they really want to step up and, and, you know, whether they're, you know, doing something for VISTI or for Lighthouse Ministries or whatever they're doing, but now they have focus and they have responsibility. They want to get up in the morning and Mm -hmm. and do more. And they're not afraid to ask you for five bucks or 10 bucks. And, you know, (laughs) you know, we're, we're so afraid to ask somebody for a donation so often these people, they, I don't want to say they don't have any shame, but they're just not, yeah. not inhibited. Not inhibited. No, <laughs> word for it. Yeah. no filter. Yeah. No filter. Yeah. yeah, sometimes that might get you in trouble. But Some people uh, say, I have no filter. Yeah. We'll talk about that yeah. later. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it's, it's great that we have the, the service leadership programs that Bert was talking yeah. about because, you know, the, the children of today will be our leaders tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And it's important that uh, we cultivate a, a level of giving that is above and beyond, especially at the middle school level, because mm-hmm. if you've got anybody in that 10, 11, 12, 13-year-old <laughs> range that's all about me, mm-hmm. uh, to give them an opportunity to see, well, it's not always about you. Right. And uh, so our SLP programs are certainly one of our signature projects that we do in Kiwanis that you can find in almost every Kiwanis club mm-hmm. around the world uh, that in some form or another. Now, it requires a partnership, and surprisingly, you know, sometimes we go into a school or to a, prof- a place like Noah's Ark, and they're too busy to house us there. And that's yeah. very unfortunate Yeah. Uh, because, again, when you, we get into a place like Noah's Ark and you've been there for several months or years and you hear the stories about, we heard today that, that there was a young lady there. She's only been there four months, but she's completely come out of a shell mm. uh, or just being given the opportunity to grow personally. Right. So we're, we're excited to be part of that and what it's doing for those members and for the Kiwanis organization as well. Of all the places I've been, nothing will impact me as much as going over to Noah's Ark today. Yeah. And meeting the Action Club members. So I hope they're listening because <laughs> they, they were amazing. They, they, yeah. made, they made an impact on they, you. They, they yeah. They do. Yeah. They do. Well, so what are the, the international projects that, um, uh, that 
are they specific year? Or do you have things that that maintain year after year that you're you know that are sustain the organization, or are there special things that are just happening in your year that you want to highlight? Both of those things. I just was curious. So, in the past, it was always whatever the president, you know, the time had, and then uh, we had a president from Florida that came up with Young Children Priority One in the early '90s. Okay, and so then we really started focusing on. Um, things for young children Mm -hmm. and in the 90s we did a thing called iodine deficiency disorder for grorders and uh, countries that didn't have iodine in their salt and so we worked with uh, unicef to put iodine in salt around the world to help stop that stop Hmm. that and to um and we raised 50 60 million dollars actually it was over 100 100 million 100 million dollars and back in the 90s to iodized salt, and we still continue to support that. Um, and then in 2011, um, we did, we started MNT, maternal and neonatal tetanus. We called it eliminate to eliminate tetanus in uh, countries where tetanus was a real problem with women and uh, their babies. Um, women that would have to walk miles to get water. You know, they they get tetanus in the mm-hmm. ground, and they, they were sleeping on the ground, and so they'd have their baby in really bad conditions, and they'd transfer tetanus to the baby. And so, by giving this shot with UNICEF again, we were able to uh, virtually eliminate uh, tetanus in probably thirty countries around the world. So, wow! But that is something we did globally. Right. All the all the clubs all around the world donated money to it to raise money to do that and had their own fundraisers. And uh, Lakeland, Florida was a big, big part of the, helping us succeed in doing that, $110 million. Yeah, wow. That's significant. And the IDD program that Bert talked about was considered by the United Nations as the largest healthcare initiative of the 20th century. Wow. So we were glad to be part of, of that campaign to, to help. Again, when you think about table salt being readily available. That's I don't so weird. It, it yeah. is because I remember a statistic. I kind of remember it. It was only like 20% of the world had access to regular salt. Iodized salt. Yeah, yeah. iodized well, salt. Well, everyone says, everyone says salt's bad for you. <laughs> you <laughs> you only need low sodium. Just, yeah, only need just a little. Uh, but it was amazing that the the amount of the, the world that did not have access to iodine salt. Interesting. Um, and so that was, again, that was our first international initiative and then followed up by maternal neonatal tetanus. And, and I think there's still a handful of countries left that we haven't been able to get into for political reasons mm, or yeah. war or something like that. But all the countries that we have gone into to, to help prevent maternal neonatal tetanus, there's been no reoccurrence. So we're, we're happy for the success that has come with that. Is that like tetanus shots here where you still have to get them every 10 years? Now, that I don't know, okay. to be honest with you. Um, they, they do um, continually give the shots in those areas because they continue to have more babies. Gotcha. And so for the okay. next baby. So, so yeah. yeah. So they do. And so, but you told us during the break, Matt, what the, what the cost of that shot was. So tell everyone. Yeah. Three shots for a buck 80, half yeah. a cup of coffee at Starbucks and, and you can make a difference in the world. Yeah. That's pretty amazing. Yeah, that's yeah. It, when you're drinking your next Starbucks, think about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Think about, I'm not going to drink this Starbucks. I'm going to donate to, yeah. to Kiwanis yeah. instead. Um, all right. Well, when we come back, we'll talk about uh, what the local club impacts in the city of Lakeland and, and really probably all of Polk County have been. So uh, stick with us.
Thanks for sticking with us. This is Downtown Dish. I'm your host, Julie Townsend. If you're just joining me, uh, I am in the studio today talking with Matthew Cantrell with Kiwanis Club of Lakeland and Bert West, who is actually the president of Kiwanis International. So thank you both for being here. Glad to be here. Uh, we are celebrating Kiwanis Club of Lakeland's 100, an- 100 year anniversary for being a club. So 1922. Correct. And uh, you told us that it started with the plant city folks walking over and yep. putting planting a flag. Probably took them flag. a week to get over here. You know, who knows? Right. <laughs> Through, through rivers and yeah, valleys yeah. and mountains, yes. Well, Bert um, will take exception to mountains in Florida. He hasn't seen any yet. So, yeah. Uh, There's no mountains. No, Florida. I know. I know. Well, do you try walking up Massachusetts Avenue from Lake Morton. It's, that, it, that's, that's, a glute, a little, yeah. that's a glute workout, no. I, can, I can attest. But, yeah, so you're, you're coming from Colorado, you told us, right, Bert? That's correct. And... Um, so where where's the what's your year with the the fiscal year for you guys when do y'all start and end so, as president i became president october 1 okay and so i'll be president through september 30th and so you're you're a brand new president yes you uh fresh four, out of the box okay it's four-year term so you're vice president president-elect president and then past president okay so four years Okay. So is this your first big 100-year anniversary? Because I know you said many, many clubs are celebrating. This is probably my 10th one. Oh, wow. Already? I've been to, I was in this Reno. is the only one that matters. Yeah. I'm say so. I was in Reno last week. Oh, wow. I was in Connecticut on Saturday night and came nice. here Sunday. And then uh, the next one is in uh, California. Like, wow. Yeah. So you get to travel all over and talk about international Kiwanis it's just try to talk about what it is we do, yeah. And I just talk about the legacy of what a club has done and the impact they've made for a hundred years, you know, and the smiles that they put. I always say to Kiwanis, all we're really here for is to sell smiles. Smile <laughs> on a child's face, and we'll do whatever, you yeah. know. And uh, for a hundred years, I just like to remind them that for a hundred years, you've been putting a smile on children's face, yeah. And it's important to continue that. It is. Well, speaking of what this club has done, uh, I wanted Matt to share with us some of your signature projects and one that I know you personally started. So toot your own horn a little bit. Well, there's there's <laughs> been a lot of things, obviously, in 100 years. Yes. And, and, and as we review our history books, it was interesting to, to note not so much necessarily a service project, but certainly an icon for the city of Lakeland as many of our members, including uh, – Don Pickard Sr. from mm. Pickard and Pickard Real yes. Estate was instrumental in getting Florida Southern College to come to Lakeland. Really? So there's a little bit of trivia oh, there for you. Yeah. You know, he secured the land on Lake mm-hmm. Hollingsworth, and there were other attorneys in, involved in right. the club that, that helped to bring the club, the school here. So uh, we like to say we have a little bit of history in getting the, the Florida Southern here and then up and running. But uh, from the early days, we've been involved with, with helping young children. We had a lot of doctors in our early uh, early years that did a lot of free operations for young children. Mm. Uh, our, our longest sustaining service project that we do, it's probably similar to Rotary, is we started, we were always involved with the Salvation Army, but we mm-hmm. started bell ringing with them oh, in yeah. 1950, and yeah. we have not stopped. So for <laughs> 70 plus years, we're still bell ringing for the Salvation Army. We do a lot of partnership like that throughout the community. For probably about 45 years, we were doing a program called Save a Life, where we were actually going out into the community taking blood pressure checks. Oh, wow. And we were doing five to 6,000 of those a year. 
as Kiwanians, as Kiwanians, yes, we learned had, how to do it. We, and... we again, we had older retired yeah. doctor folks, okay. and they would mm-hmm. go. If you recall, the where the uh, junior league headquarters it yes. used to be the Lake Morton Senior Citizens right. uh, facility, and we were there every week doing <laughs> blood pressure checks. Obviously, we were doing them at the Pancake Festival back in the day. Right, and and it was not uncommon, maybe once or twice a year, that we'd have somebody come up to us and say, "Hey, you know, thanks for taking our blood pressure check. You found it to be too high or too low." And we went to see our doctor, and, and I'm doing much better because because of you. Right. So that's the you know the difference we've been making in the community. Over the year again, we've had partnerships where we've bought vehicles for the YMCA, the boys, the boys club. That tells you how back far back it was. It wasn't the boys and girls club. It was right. the boys club. Well, it is YMCA. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's we, still got the yeah. M in that, there. Uh, we've built a number of playgrounds around the equipment. Uh, again, mm-hmm. I mentioned the YMCA, the Salvation Army, Lighthouse Ministries. Even the playground equipment at the Barnett Park there next to the Texas Cattle Company. Yeah, uh, yes. the, uh, It's not Common Grounds. That's that other club. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but, burn, uh, yeah, burn. Yeah. Yes. So, that's so a, we've done things like that. That's uh, Barnett Park. Barnett Park. Barnett that's Park. Great. Who just happens to be a Kiwanian. So <laughs> throw that out there. That's right. Yeah. So, so we've done, and, and on and off, we're doing our service leadership programs along the side, uh, helping raise money for whether it's the Bethany Center or... Peace River Center to do specific things with uh, the funding sources that we raise for them. Our signature project over the last 20 years has been a program called Stuff the Bus, um, where annually we treat it like a Toys for Tot campaign. We mm-hmm. go out into the community, we drop, drop boxes off where businesses will allow us to come in. Uh, a lot of people write uh, checks for us uh, because they value in what we do. We're not one of those programs where we set aside a Saturday and we just give out stuff to whoever shows up. Right. We actually deliver the supplies to the 28 public elementary schools here in Lakeland. And since we started, we've delivered over a million dollars in school supplies to those 28 schools. Wow. And uh, I tell a story every time I get the opportunity to talk about stuff the bus is that, again, we give nothing away that day. And one day, it was probably our fifth or sixth year, I had an, an elderly lady, I would call her my grandmother, to, to describe her. She <laughs> mm-hmm. pulled in in a car that was basically ready to fall apart on its last leg, and I'm ready to walk over and tell her, I'm sorry, ma'am, we don't mm-hmm. give anything out here. And so I walk over, and she gets out of her car. She has one of those little football plastic change purses that mm, perhaps your yes, grandparents had. I remember those. And she asked me to hold out her hand, and she opened up the thing and dropped a buck seventy-eight in my hand. Oh. And and here I am thinking, okay, I was about ready to judge this mm-hmm. lady, and she said to me, "This is all I can afford. I wish I could do more." Oh. And I'm sitting here thinking, if the city of Lakeland, if every individual did a buck seventy-eight, what would this campaign really look like? Right. So that's one of the many stories that have come out of programs like Stuff the Bus, where we have somebody that I'm prejudging in the back of my mind that this, you know, yeah. uh, this lady's here looking for a handout, and yeah. yet she was there to make a, her little difference. Right. And that's been a great partnership with all communications since uh, since day one. So. So that has grown, and another example that just happened is is I have a, a foundation that has supported us almost from the beginning. I sent them a request letter, as I've always done, and I mail it to the wrong address this year. Mm. And so I waited. It's about six weeks had passed, Uh-oh. and I hadn't heard anything. <laughs> and then one day I get the call from the foundation saying, hey, are y'all doing stuff the bus this year? We really like that campaign, and we, we want to send you, you money. money. <laughs> I mean, who does that? Right. <laughs> so, so that tells you the, 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 the excitement and yeah. the value. Mm-hmm. People see what we're trying to do. We get it into the schools. It not only helps the teachers, 
uh, the students, but the teachers, mm-hmm. because as we know, teachers spend a thousand to fifteen hundred dollars of their own money right. to supply the classroom. They tell us that students that don't have those basic supplies the first week of school, they won't come. So we want to make sure when we deliver that to the school, we don't care how they distribute it. Mm-hmm. Some people do it, put it in their cafeterias, tell the teachers to come down and grab what they want. Some develop closets and right. so forth and so on. However they want to do it, right. we don't care. But we just want to make sure that your kid, my kid. Bert's kid shows up for school, doesn't have a pencil one day, doesn't have colored pencils or crayons for art project you're working on. There's something in this school for him. Right. And, and we're told those supplies will last up to about four months yeah. in the school system. So right. that's that's great. And, of course, we have people that come back and say, you need to do another one in January. And I said, no, you need to do yeah. one in January. You know, one time enough is is is, is good enough for us. But uh, yeah. it has been a great signature project for the club. And I'm excited to see for the future of where it goes. And uh you know, it was just time will tell, but the community has really embraced it over the years, and we're, we're blessed to, to spearhead that. Our project before that, as it related to school, was we were giving each school 100 bucks. Right. And then when I came in as president the first time, I said, we're better than that. What was wow. does $100 get you? Not much at all. Not much. So each, Not much at yeah, all. So, For a whole school. Right. Oh, right. my gosh. So each school is now getting close to $2,000 worth of school mm-hmm. supplies of varying stuff. Right. Um, and, and again, we don't try to pick one school out being more needy than, than the other because right. there's needs at every school. Right. And so we just try to divvy it up as close as we can to get it to the schools yeah. and let them figure out where it goes. So it's been a great campaign for our club, great signature project for our club, and uh, has, has meant a lot to the teachers and the students. And we always get handwritten notes from the elementary oh, yeah. age kids that tug at your heart saying yeah. thank you for supplying us the stuff that yeah. uh, really helped us get the school year off right yep so. and we we and it's great great marketing you see the boxes all over at the businesses right. and 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 uh you know people yeah. are putting stuff in it well right. we, we've got to go to break one more time and then we will come back and finish our conversation with these kawanians all right <laughs> And we're back. You're listening to Downtown Dish. I'm your host, Julie Townsend. And today we're talking with International Kiwanis President, uh, Kiwanis International President, Bert West, and Matthew Cantrell. He is a member extraordinaire of our local Lakeland, Kiwanis Club of Lakeland. And uh, the club here is celebrating 100 years. That's why we have the very special guest of the International President at your dinner on Tuesday night, which is tonight, but not really because it's Monday because we're taping. So, <laughs> I just want to be clear. It wasn't me that dropped I know. That He's the first yeah. guest to, to screw that up for me. But Wait, that's okay. I, I don't believe that. <laughs> you have to listen carefully. Yeah. You have to listen carefully. But, um, so, Bert, you, I mean, there's a lot of Qantas clubs. How many, 200, 200 and some odd, how, how many did you say? So, internationally? Internationally, there's almost 8,000. Oh, 8,000. I'm sorry. So yes. There's 200 and some having 100th anniversaries. Gotcha. That's right. Yeah, That's where so that is. Almost 8,000. It's like 7,700 clubs around the world. Wow. And uh, 88 countries, I think. 88 you said. countries. Yeah. 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 And so. So, how, you know, I think some people I know, again, in a service club, they're like, they don't know how to get involved into a service club. They think they have to be, you know, invited with some sort of secret handshake kind of thing. So, well, you do. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. So, tell us, you know, internationally, what, what, how does it become, how do you become a member of, of Kiwanis? You know, it's interesting and it's very diverse. Mm-hmm. Uh, each region um, has their own way of, 
recruiting members and having new members. Um, Taiwan, for instance, is our largest district in the world with over 20,000 members. Mm. And you can't join unless somebody invites you. Mm-hmm. It's very selective to be a member. Um, in other parts of the country or the world, it's not that way. Here in the United States, we are just looking for people that are, want to make their community a better place. Right. And um, typically clubs meet once a week or, you know, twice a month. And they're always looking for people that just want to make their community a better place. And it's a great opportunity, not just for the community service. It's a great opportunity to get involved in your community and to meet new people and to um, – Great networking, too, that we never talk about. But Kiwanis is a right. great networking organization for all those people that, you know, find have an that. ulterior motive. Yeah. We're fine with that. We're fine as with long that. as you give back, we yeah, don't as care. As long as you give yeah. back. I tell everybody I, I'm very successful in the roofing business because of my association with Kiwanis. Right. There you go. Yeah. Right. And, and my story is, as I tell people, I joined Kiwanis to meet people. I was two years out of college, mm-hmm. and I was new to Lakeland. And I knew that if I wanted to grow my business, I needed those contacts. But I was also smart enough to know that my Friday luncheon wasn't going to be the thing that gets me there. Mm -hmm. And it was only through swinging the hammer at a Habitat house or working the hot dog stand at Special Olympics or whatever it was that that's where you develop those true relationships. And and I wasn't there passing out cards at every event, but you get to know the people and they get to know you. Mm -hmm. They're comfortable with you and referrals eventually start to come in and recommendations and it, uh, the bug caught on. And I, and I tell people my first, uh, uh, Kiwanis experience was working special Olympics, much like Mm -hmm. we were talking about with the action club members, those athletes are out there. They don't care if they come in first or last, they're just excited to be Mm -hmm. there. They're doing their very best and they're encouraging everybody else. And I'm sitting there thinking that's a Kiwanis club. You want to be there to do your very best, encourage others and just be excited for the day that you've been given. And so Kiwanis offers that opportunity and, and, and again, we're, as, as Bert mentioned, we're pretty diverse, uh, you know, across the board. We, we let women in probably about the same time that uh, <laughs> I was Kiwanis just about to did. say, was it a men's only club? Yeah, like yeah. Men only? I got you on that <laughs> one before you could call us out. 1987. So, 1987. And, you know, that was the year I think the whole country was looking at all types of civic groups and, right. and social clubs and business clubs. Best thing clubs. we ever did. Yes. Kiwanis never looks That's good. what Rotary says, too. Yeah. Well, that yeah. never looks so good. So we'll give uh, – and, and truthfully, um, we're better off for having them. Mm-hmm. Well, we really are. Uh, better off for having anybody, but certainly right. to, to, to block a segment of, of, of women or minorities or whatever the case may be. Uh, was was perhaps not the right thing to do. Obviously, mm-hmm. you know, in that time period, we're thinking we're this club and we want to do this and and have our own rules and we don't want some law <laughs> dictating us that we need to let you in. Right. But you know, the funniest thing about our club is you remember Dwayne McConnell. Mm-hmm. He was anti women across the board. He went to the international conventions to vote it down. Wow. But you know how many women he brought into our club? <laughs> Quite a few. In fact, his his last member was uh, Nirika Riskin. Mm-hmm. Uh, that he brought into our club, and he was, and that was actually the, his last member period. Mm-hmm. But it was, it was a female. But he, he had a system down that uh, really worked for going out, and he built, a, brought in a lot of members to our club. And and after the rule was passed, a lot of them were, were females. And so, were, so he fought it, fought it, fought it, and then when when he lost that battle, he was like, he embraced it. I'm just gonna, yeah. I'm just gonna go with it. I think they realized, they realized real quick. <laughs> I was in Qantas. Yeah. You know, and we, you know. You just realized how much more you could do, how mm-hmm. much more. And I think that's one of the things that really defined our organization 
and really made us as diverse as we are around the world. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm real proud that that we are the way we are and, and we look the way we look. And I'm real proud that, you know, we just want people that have a good heart and want to make their community better. Yeah. If they do, we'd love for them to be a member of Kiwanis. And so, you know, some, <laughs> you guys meet Friday here locally. The Lakeland Club meets Friday at lunch. Right. Our Rotary Club meets Tuesday at lunch at the same place. Mm-hmm. Good good place. First, yeah. uh, First United Methodist yeah. has a wonderful lunch program there. Rumors we get the fresh food and you get the leftovers. Is, <laughs> no, uh, ours is Tuesday. <laughs> no, if you want to know what you're having for lunch on yeah. Friday, Check you just you give me Tuesday. a call, man. Uh, awesome. Call me on Tuesday <laughs> afternoon. I'll tell you what you're going to have for lunch. But if you're in Kiwanis Friday at noon, you can go golfing afterwards and you don't have to go back to work. Uh, That's a cool that's rule. the rule. Yeah. That's a okay. rule. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. Well, and the thing is, is that it's not just a lunch club. I mean, there are a lot yeah. of a lot of them that are um, breakfast. Are mm-hmm. there any, in your knowledge, that are like dinner or oh, drinking clubs? In, <laughs> in Europe, that's all they are. Oh. That's all. Okay. My club. There might my be personal, some alcohol, so to say, yeah. with that too. So. My personal club meets every Wednesday morning at six forty-five. Ooh, that's dedication right yeah. there. I could not do that. Yeah. I am a, so I'm the, a lunch club kind of. It's very diverse on mm-hmm. when they meet, when they don't meet. I mean, right. Yeah. And each local club gets to decide that. Right. You know, right. So. Yeah, one of the, the newer models we have in Kiwanis, uh, when we're starting new clubs, we encourage people because times have changed and yeah. people are busy and, and, you know, people are always busy. But to help with that is we have a program called 321 mm. where you meet for an hour once a month. You do a two-hour social and a three-hour service project. Every uh, month. Every month. Oh. So, so as a meeting, if you don't like meetings, you're only going to do that once a month. Right. Um, and then you can have your, your social uh, and then your, your service project. And that, that seems to help a little bit in this day and age. Mm-hmm. Again, Bert and I belong to traditional clubs, and I wouldn't change it um, because, because you build those relationships. Yeah. You're there every week, and you get the opportunity to know people. And, and again, I've just been blessed over the years to know so many people in Lakeland through my Kiwanis Connection. Yeah. Um, that if I need something, I probably met that person in Kiwanis and mm-hmm. feel comfortable giving them a call yeah. because of those relationships there. So, so we're we're trying to be more open in our structure and not so demanding. When I was Kiwanis governor for the Florida district, I went into that year thinking clubs need to meet every week, mm-hmm. every week, every week. And then as I traveled the Florida district and saw that clubs were not and they were doing <laughs> something different, it's like, well, the light bulb mm-hmm. came on and said, well, maybe I just need to give up on that mindset and. Yes, on. it's kind of like the letting the women in. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> I'd only been in the club a year or two, so, uh, so I didn't really have any history with not having. I want to be clear. That was like thirty-five years ago. <laughs> this was not like recent history here. <laughs> You can have picketers at yeah. your dinner. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we don't. We don't, we have less than. Uh, we have about a minute or so, and I just wanted to um, ask you. Uh, so. The Lakeland Club. If you, if someone's interested in being a Kiwanian, do they do they need to reach out to another Kiwanian? Is there a way for them? That would to... help. I'll go ahead and throw my number out there: eight six three six four zero zero five seven one six four zero zero five seven one. They can feel free to give me a call, and I welcome them to come. Let's see one of our programs mm-hmm. because you know not only doing the service that we do, you you learn about Lakeland by our, right. our meetings and all the things that are going on. Uh, so um, feel free to give me a call. They can look up us on uh, LakelandKiwanis.com. On the website, we're on Facebook. They can see some of the things that we're doing. 
So it's real easy to reach out to us. Uh, it helps to have a, a member welcome you there. Right. But if they just want to show up at First United Methodist Church on Friday and say they just came to check us out, we welcome them. So, Excellent. So we don't, we don't discourage people from just walking in to see what we got going on. We're right. always promoting what our programs are. Right. So if they have an interest in hearing who the speaker is, right. they can come on down without an official invite. If they Excellent. Don't get that. Well, uh, congratulations on your 100 years and welcome to you, Bert, and, and safe you. travels to your next location. Uh, thanks, everyone for listening and join us next week.